0: Yeah, fatherhood can get scary at certain times, dog. I swear, for real, for real. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again Yeah nigga had to end that last live Very abruptly my nigga I I apologize to the motherfuckers Who probably seen me close that bitch out Instantly thinking that something was wrong Shout out to my auntie squirrel Who fucking texted me and shit You know checking on your boy To make sure I was cool You know Motherfucker was like man let me go ahead And end this shit right now Cause nigga my motherfucking my motherfucking daughter was uh you know she was at a fucking birthday party and you know it's winter time and in california nigga 50 degrees is cold my nigga so being that it's like 50 degrees outside nigga i know my daughter out there cold to the motherfuckers so i'm like all right nigga let me go uh make sure my daughter got a ride home because it's cold so that's why i motherfucker had to close the live it wasn't that i had like a big family emergency somebody head bleeding and no shit like that it was just some quick shit Shout out to bless that Ed. So you telling me Like let me fucking lighten the mood in this bitch My nigga Like I had like a little message and shit And I'ma get to that But We had a, a funny ass live on um, Toxic Bible Study Shout out to Toxic Bible Study Y'all niggas follow the Toxic Bible Study uh, Instagram page We do that shit every Sunday morning and shit Me, Frocast Mo Mo um, Harrison from the A more than 92 podcast Rodders from the Rodders live podcast Jay Christian from the Cognac room Maybe He might be disassociating with us But um Yeah nigga like you know we do We do toxic bible study and um A nigga said some way out ass shit I'm not even finna blast That shit on here and get that shit No negative attention cause I don't want it to turn Into something that it ain't But so, you're telling me we did a funny ass live? Y'all niggas go check out, check that shit out. I think it's on my, my personal page at Uncle Dolomite. Uh, what's going on, Nightmare King? What's going on, Heems World? It was negative two here a couple of weeks ago. See, that's why I can never leave Southern California, my nigga. Y'all niggas winners be too fucked up because where you at, Heems World? I think he in like Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all niggas, winter be too motherfucking crazy, nigga. Like in Southern California, nigga, we could be outside year round. Like the coldest motherfucking winter that has ever happened out here where I live at, nigga. I could go outside with a jacket, with a hoodie on, and I'll be straight, my nigga. Like, it, it, nigga, the coldest it really get where I stay is probably 30 or some shit like that. Speaking of the motherfucking devil, what's going on, polecat nigga? I see your motherfucking ass been... Not showing up to toxic Bible study and shit. Nigga, your ass getting too good for us, dog. What's going on, HBK Brendo? But yeah, nigga, some real shit. I'm low-key bullshitting. Because, you know, I had to close my last live very abruptly. You know, just making sure my daughter got a ride back from the motherfucking party. So it's kind of hard to get right back into the rhythm of some shit that I just got done saying. Because I'm all about the flow, my nigga. So, like, once my flow got interrupted... It's hard for me to, like, say everything that I said verbatim again. Like, it's like, nigga, let me fucking do some bullshitting before I get back into what the fuck I was talking about. You know, so if your ass just wanted to hear that message, nigga, just stick around. I'm going to get to that shit. But I'm like, nigga, I got to talk about some other shit before I get into that. That live was funny, nigga. A motherfucker just got done watching this stupid ass goddamn video. What'd he say? The coldest it ever got here at Bakersfield is 90... Hold on. Oh, was in 98. It snowed. Yeah, nigga. I, I drive through Bakersfield every motherfucking day. I was going to motherfucking Fresno. Now I be going to Kettleman City where it's cold than the motherfucker. What's going on, PNP show? What's going on, uh... Dex Will... One day? But, like, nigga, that's the fucking thing. That's the reason I'm bullshitting right now, my nigga, because i fuck my message up to stop my motherfucking show. But like I said, nigga, I just seen a fucking video of um, Amira La Negra talking about she like getting pissed on too. Like I think a homegirl who fucking with Diddy, whatever her name is, young Miami or one of the city girls. She said she like getting pissed on ladies. Could y'all please not do that. I I, I beg y'all please, please don't become the human toilets. I'm not cool with that that, that human urinal shit. Because the funny thing is that kind of ties into what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, like, a lot of us don't fuck with R. Kelly because he pissed on that young girl. You know, like, a lot of that shit really, that fucked this whole legacy up. The fact that that nigga pissed on that girl. You know, and it's like now in 2023, it's becoming cool to pee on people and get peed on, my nigga. That shit is motherfucking wild. Like, who, who the fuck was that? Kevin Gates just got done saying he like getting pissed on and drinking piss and some more wild ass shit. I'm going to need y'all motherfuckers to slow the fuck down in 2023, my nigga. The year just started, nigga. We can't go all the way off the deep end into the motherfucking weirdo zone because these motherfucking celebrities is, is showing their hand. They showing that they on weird ass, gross bullshit. My nigga, please don't follow suit. It's not cool to get pissed on, ladies. I know y'all motherfuckers be worshiping these female celebrities and looking up to their ass and these bitches little bars be y'all quotes. But please, because honestly, if a woman tell me to piss on her, that's going to be the last interaction we ever have. Fuck that. If you end up getting pissed on, leave me the fuck alone. What do you say? It's disgusting as fuck and you can get sick from that. Exactly my nigga Like if that's the shit you into Please leave me the fuck alone I don't want nothing to do with no bitch That like getting pissed on We just got done talking about that shit this morning In toxic bible study About uh, sucking toes And shit nigga If a woman offered to suck my toes I'm looking at you a certain way Value your motherfucking self Like Getting pissed on To me It just sounds like a kink A fetish The subconscious representation of getting pissed on to me personally seems like you have a fetish that something in your mind has you feeling like it's cool to have a person do the most disrespectful shit in the world. Like, I feel like people who want to get pissed on is because they want for somebody to, like, disrespect them, to humiliate them. Like, I feel like that's like a humiliation kink. Like piss on me, my nigga Like treat me like I ain't shit For you to get pissed on That's like literally like the lowest form Of something that a person could do to you My nigga, people want the motherfuckers bodily fluid Not even bodily fluid Cause, hey man If if you're putting your mouth on me I like it sloppy So I'm not gonna say motherfucking bodily fluid But bodily waste Piss is bodily waste, my nigga I don't want no bodily waste on me Because I was finna say bodily fluid But fuck that my nigga if, if if you got cotton mouth Don't put your mouth on me my nigga I I like a whole lot of sauce on my shit But as far as like bodily waste Don't fucking piss on me Don't fucking shit on me Because I know it's coming These motherfuckers that got this little piss fetish That shit fetish coming my nigga And I know the motherfucker who gonna start it gonna be that nigga Kevin Gates Because I did a motherfucking joke Shit, like 2014, 2015. And I was saying, like, nigga, this nigga Lil Wayne made a song called Pussy Monster. I feel like before that song that Lil Wayne made about uh, eating pussy, eating pussy wasn't like the coolest shit in the world in the hip-hop community. A lot of motherfuckers wasn't, like, bragging about eating pussy. But once that nigga did that Pussy Monster song, It became cool in the hip-hop community to eat pussy. Then, Kevin Gates came out saying that he ate ass. And then, for some reason, it just became like a cool, hip thing for people to eat ass. And I'm like, y'all niggas letting these rappers take it too fucking far. And then I was like, nigga, if y'all niggas let Lil Wayne tell y'all to eat pussy and y'all ate pussy, then y'all let motherfucking um, Kevin Gates tell y'all to eat ass. And y'all start eating ass. I pray to God, young thug, don't make a song about sucking dick. (laughs) I'm just saying. But what you say, HBK, Brendo? So what about when a woman asks you to spit in her mouth? Honestly, to me, fucking gross. But in reality, if you tongue kissing a woman, your spit going in her mouth. So if a woman wants you to spit in her mouth, me personally, I'm not spitting in her motherfucking mouth. But I'm not finna look at her no differently because if you tongue kissing, y'all niggas swap and spit any motherfucking way. So it is what it is, the Nightmare King said. That's like the people that like to get Cleveland steamers. Nigga, I'ma need you to explain what the fucking Cleveland steamer is, nigga. I don't know what that is. Go ahead and break that down for me, pimp. Or dudes that like to have they junk stepped on by women in heels. Um... Not to sound like that, but to sound like that, but that's some white boy shit. I've never known a nigga that want his nuts stepped on. That definitely sound like some white boy shit. Yeah, nigga, what the fuck is a Cleveland Steamer, Uh, Nightmare King? I'm genuinely curious on what the fuck a Cleveland Steamer is. I apologize for all y'all people who are listening to the Too Much Game podcast for high-level podcasting about philosophy and Intelligent things and me dropping jewels today's just one of those days that I'm probably gonna be bullshitting because, like I said, nigga, my flow got interrupted, so I'm genuinely gonna sit here and wait for this nigga to explain to me what a fucking Cleveland steamer is. That shit is interesting, nigga. Not that this is gonna be the greatest of episodes, but hey, nigga, if anything, this shit gonna be funny, motherfucker. Motherfuckers be wanting me to be funny on a goddamn Too Much Game podcast. Today, we might fuck around and get some goddamn jokes off, nigga. What the fuck is a Cleveland steamer? The Cleveland steamer is getting shit on. Then she grinds it back and she grinds back and forth on it. Jesus, the Lord Christ, what the fuck? Frocast said, taking the dump on someone's chest and smearing it around like a steamroller. Where the fuck do you niggas hear this shit at? Literally, what the what the fuck? And I ain't gonna front, because I know what a blumpkin is. A blumpkin is getting your dick sucked while you're taking the shit. Um, what's another one? The angry dragon, where you bust that in the woman's mouth, and when she starts to swallow it, you smack her in the back of the head so the shit come out her nose and make her look like an angry dragon. There's some other shit that I know what it is, but, nigga, I tell y'all motherfuckers all the time, I don't do too much game to be fucking humorous, but... I'm just in the mood now, nigga, because I had to fucking, like, get some other shit on. A rusty trombone is when you get your ass ate and a woman is jacking you off at the same time. I seen that shit, too. Family Guy is where you learn that shit, the Nightmare King. Okay, nigga, that is motherfucking wild. Shout out to Linda the Empress up in this motherfucker. And damn, Frocast, like, we are really running too much game through the mud today. Because of these human toilet ass women Who say that they like to get shit on This nigga said the goddamn rest, the, the dirty Sanchez Damn We not finna do this shit We ain't finna go this low my nigga Cause I'm telling you dog I I said I wanted to like crack jokes and shit today But goddamn, We can't do too much toilet humor my nigga You know shout out to Young Miami And Amara Linegra You know if y'all niggas in the freaky shit That's y'all fucking thing. You know, there's some freaks out here in the world. But please don't let Kevin Gates and them have y'all out here doing that bullshit. Because before Young Miami said it, that nigga fucking Kevin Gates said that shit. That nigga said he like getting pissed on. That nigga said he like drinking piss. And it's like niggas be letting rappers make bullshit sound too motherfucking cool. I don't like that shit. I don't like that niggas will let a motherfucking rapper tell you what the fuck you need to be doing in the goddamn bedroom. Like we got to stop letting rappers set the pace for society because I've talked about this shit as far as like music in general and how music has such a great influence on culture. And it's kind of like a chicken or the egg type of dynamic because music is a reflection of the culture, but the culture is also a reflection of the music. I feel like a lot of what we do in real life a a lot of motherfuckers reflect that shit in their art. And then because of said art, a lot of motherfuckers will turn around and do what they hear in music. So even though, nigga, in your neighborhood, it might not have been cool to do a certain thing, because in the neighborhood of an artist, because in the lifestyle of an artist, they do something and they make it sound cool, that shit has spread like wildfire. You know, like, The dynamic of gangbanging and how gangbanging spreads so fast in the United States. I feel like a lot of motherfuckers are literally gangbangers because of how cool musicians made that shit sound. Like y'all niggas, you know, the, the streets been the streets forever, everywhere, all over the country. The streets been the motherfucking streets. But it's like I feel like cripping and blooding sounded so cool because of how NWA and other artists made that shit sound. That shit went nationwide, my nigga, way faster than it would have without that music. And it's not me shitting on NWA because I literally have a fucking three-foot-tall picture of Eazy-E in my house. You know, when I used to do my podcast, y'all motherfuckers would see that shit behind me in the background. So I'm never going to shit on the musicians that, you know, I was pretty much raised on. But I'm not finna discount the fact that music... Has had a heavy influence on society Both positive and negative negative. And when it comes to hip hop I'm not finna discount the fact that A lot of the influence that hip hop had Was negative as a motherfucker What you say uh, Linda the Empress music is very influential Extremely And that's what I'm saying Because like I was telling motherfuckers As far as love songs I feel like a lot of why relationships Ain't what they used to be Is because we don't have love music no more like, we don't really have music to fall in love to no more. Like, music about being in love is no longer cool. And I really miss that era. Like, I I, I miss being able to turn the radio on and hear a, a actual love song. A, a song that make me feel like I want to be in love with a motherfucker. I want to share and express love for some motherfucking body. Nigga, all the R&B about fucking and sucking dick nowadays. Nigga, them motherfuckers talk worse than the fucking rappers. What'd you say the Nightmare King just both of y'all enjoy the each other, pleasure each other? Okay, y'all niggas talking some sex shit in the comments. What's going on, my nigga, motherfucking Harrison? A motor ninety two. My nigga with them goddamn hoochie shorts. What'd he say? New name, stay at home hooch. Oh, wow, nigga, what's going? On? Okay, nigga, stay at home hoochie. Nigga for sure. Do your motherfucking thing. Y'all niggas know I'm a slow reader and shit. But you know, like I said, dog. As far as, like, the, the music goes, like, nigga, I, I wish that we we went back to actually having love songs, my nigga. You know, because I feel like a lot of what we do in music, or not we, because I ain't no motherfucking musician, but a lot of what we hear in music influences us, whether or not we like to admit it. You know, a lot of times, nigga, the music that you listening to affects your mood. It affects your motherfucking behavior. You know, what's going on, my nigga, 99 Gorilla, Townhouse Media up in this motherfucker? Like, nigga, when it comes to the music that you listen to, like, nigga, I remember there were uh, there was a time in Southern California, and I'm sure all over the country, where, nigga, they couldn't even play Waka Flocka in the club, because niggas would start fighting. It's certain songs that you will play in a club in Southern California, and that shit would immediately incite a fucking riot, dog, like, motherfuckers would start squabbling. That motherfucker gets shot up because a certain song got played, my nigga. Like, that's the power of fucking music. You know, so, like, I feel like we need to bring back making music about love. Actual love, nigga. Not just, you know, music about getting cheated on. Music about toxicity. Even though that shit has been existence forever. But, like, nigga, we don't got no fucking hit love songs. Not like that. Nigga, not that we gonna hear regularly all the motherfucking time. Just like in hip-hop, my nigga. Like, I get that we gonna have that gangster shit, because I enjoy that gangster shit. That's my favorite motherfucking genre of rap a lot. I love to listen to gangster-ass shit. Most of the time when I'm listening to rap, I'm listening to rap about a whole bunch of shit that I don't want to see outside. But at the same time, nigga, I feel like this is negatively influencing our young people. You know, a lot of motherfuckers like, nigga... Smoking this op pack and shit like that Like smoking on dead Motherfuckers who who you done laid down Nigga That's musicians who made that shit cool That was some Chicago shit We got niggas in Compton, California Talking about, you know, dissing dead motherfuckers Where when I grew up Nigga wasn't cool to diss no motherfucker that was dead Not where I'm from in Compton Nigga, we didn't do that shit If you was dead, you was dead we not going to speak on nobody who ain't here to defend their motherfucking self. If that nigga dead, that nigga just dead. It ain't no, oh, fuck the dead nigga, blah, blah, blah. And niggas was shooting up for fucking funerals in life. But niggas didn't speak on dead people. Them Chicago artists, them motherfuckers started that nigga. We smoking on Tuka. We smoking on this rapper. We heard fucking Gucci man do that shit way down in Atlanta talking about smoking on Pookie Low. Like nigga, that's the influence of music My nigga, musicians got motherfuckers out here Crashing out Because it sound cool on a motherfucking song Oh Shit, wrong button What's going on, my nigga Rodders? You know, and that's the fucking thing Like nigga, we need to bring back conscious rap Like we really need to bring back and, And let me not even say bring it back Because it's here But at the same time, like us Especially us as adults, like older people Like we gonna have to like really start supporting that shit like, we're going to really have to start pushing that shit towards our kids Because, you know, a, a story that I've told multiple times on here The first time my mom heard me listening to the song Bitches ain't shit but Holes and tricks by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg Nigga, she pulled me to the side like, nigga, um, come here That little bullshit ass song you was listening to Nigga, I ain't no bitch, your sister ain't no bitch no woman that you know is a bitch. Hoes and tricks exist, but you don't fucking know none. That's just a song. That's just some art that these niggas creating based on their lifestyle. But that ain't your motherfucking life. So if I hear you run around calling women bitches and hoes, I'm going to slap the shit out you, my nigga. Get straight the fuck up. So you listen to that motherfucking song. You go ahead and enjoy that. But I'm telling you, if I hear you run around this motherfucker... Calling any woman in your life a bitch, a hoe, a trick, or any of that. I'm going to fuck you up. I feel like that's what a lot of us need to do as parents when it comes to the art that our kids consume. Shit, nigga, the art that we consume, nigga, like a lot of us got to check what the fuck we be listening to and how we react based off that shit. Because like I said, nigga, eating pussy wasn't like the cool thing in the street until I heard the pussy monster come out by Lil Wayne. That's when the niggas I knew start talking about eating pussy openly Cause back in the day nigga That shit used to literally be like Like taboo Like eating pussy Hell no nigga I'm a gangster nigga I'm from the old school I don't eat no pussy Then when these rappers start talking about it Everybody was eating pussy Niggas be bragging about eating pussy Niggas be in a circle of niggas Bragging about how well they eat pussy Because of some motherfucking musician Made that shit sound like it was cool And we grown motherfuckers What you say King Jern? We just need balance with the music There's no balance anymore Exactly dog And again that goes to the shit that we support You know like nigga We the ones who drive the market Nigga the labels could push What they want to push But it's up to us to actually go out and buy that shit It's up to us to actually play that shit You know because I remember having a fucking argument With my co-host CJ From the Cat vs. Dog podcast (laughs) Shout out to Chelsea Perry She a fucking stand up comedian now She booming But like nigga we was talking about Female hip hop And me and the super producer being ready Was saying that 99% of what's out there In female hip hop that's getting supported And blowing up Is prostitution To a beat All of what these female rappers rap about The ones that are big The ones who are influential The ones who are famous The ones who getting money Is talking about prostitution Fucking for money Fucking for, you know, whatever the fuck, nigga. I need a, a, a rich nigga with a big dick, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's hoeing. All they talking about is how good they pussy is, how much money they getting up out they pussy. Fucking niggas out of their money or some gold digger bullshit. And she tried to argue the point like, no, we have female rappers that are talking about positivity. We got motherfucking women talking about school and college and goals. But are y'all really listening to that shit, though? Like, nigga, come on. Like, keep that shit a bean. Like, are y'all motherfuckers really supporting that? Because like I told her, nigga, I'm not going to say that there aren't women out there who can actually spit. You know, we're not going to act like Rhapsody not out here because she can spit. She actually got motherfucking bars. You know, it's a woman, Tierra Wack, nigga. She actually got bars. It's a lot of women out here that can really fucking rap. And not that me as a person, like I'm sitting there digging in the crates for no female hip-hop that's uplifting. But at the same time, women can't argue against the fact that a lot of these female rappers are rapping about prostitution. And them is y'all favorite rappers. Y'all be listening to Wet Ass Pussy. Y'all be listening to these these motherfucking songs that Megan The Stallion and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, like, Y'all motherfuckers really be listening to these women who rap about whole shit. Y'all, they biggest supporters. It ain't us. Ah, nigga, I don't. You don't see a nigga driving down the street listening to wet ass pussy. That be females. It don't be niggas out here listening to these females that's rapping about this nasty ass shit. That's the women. What's, uh, what's the, the, the raggedy bitch name? Like Sukiana. Sukiana make all this whole ass music. And it's her biggest supporters is women The The same woman that want to be treated like a queen wants to be treated like a goddess wants to be walked up the aisle wants to hear those vows wants to hear a man tell you, I love you. I, I, I want to marry you all this shit, but you listening to motherfucking Sukiyana and shit and y'all niggas know this is not a segment of me bashing women. This is literally me talking about the art that's created by these artists and what we support. You should never treat a woman no certain type of way based on the music that she listened to, because that's not who she is. That's just what what she likes. But if we're going to sit here and talk about what's happening in hip hop, nigga, we also got to look at the shit that we support. We can't talk all this shit about how fucked up it is that gangster rap is doing what it's doing. And we the motherfuckers out here buying that shit. The same with women in their music. Nigga, you can't sit up here and defend this bullshit that these women is making. And y'all the main supporter of that shit. Because like I said, nigga, we all enjoy music based on some shit that we don't want to see outside. Some activities that we don't want to fucking partake in. But we also have to be, we got to hold ourselves accountable for the fact that we the reason all of this shit is popular. Because we the motherfuckers supporting, it. we can't say, man, we need more conscious rap, man. We need more uplifting music. We need this and we need that. Hey, man, so what you listening to right now? Oh, yeah, nigga, my favorite song is "Bitches Ain't Nothing" and I ain't giving them shit. Oh, what's your favorite song? Oh, my favorite song is "Uh, My Pussy Is Fire" and all these niggas is broke. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my jam. Like, nigga, we we being hypocritical when it comes to the art that we listen to. The shit that, like I said, nigga, we allowing our kids to listen to this shit. You know, like a big reason that I'm, I'm like super, like all in my kids' face about this shit is because, nigga, that's what happened to me when I was young. Nigga, my mom really sat me down, like, nigga, that little bullshit you listening to, nigga, that ain't real life. That's bullshit, and you need to treat it as such. What you say, Link up, Alicia? Many of these lyrics are written by men, ghost writers. That's true, but it's up to those women to rap that shit. You got a choice on what you say. So even though a man wrote that shit, nigga, that's up to you to be like, man, I ain't saying that shit. I got this motherfucking image. This is the this is the music that I want to put out. Because I know, nigga, the, the song um, Act Up by City Girls, Lil Yachty wrote that. Who's a man? I get it. Men are writing a lot of this shit. But it's up to the artist to fucking spit that shit. You know, if a motherfucker wrote something for me and they say, I'm a bitch ass nigga, I'm gay and I snitch on people, nigga, I'm not finna, I'm not finna rap that. It's up to the artist to actually say that shit. So even though they might not have wrote it, them motherfuckers rap that shit hella passionate. What you say, bless that it. in order to make change, we have to pick a side and stop straddling the fence. Exactly. You know, like I said, I love gangster rap. I love that shit to death. Nigga, probably my second favorite fucking hip-hop is is pimp rap nigga sugar free is my favorite rapper in the world my nigga but it's not like i'm gonna have my son out there on the blade nigga you know checking no holes and nothing. what's going on my nigga langston white you know like that's the fucking thing like us as parents like we really need to check the influence that this music has over our children you know like we need to check the fucking influence that these celebrities have on us because like i said it's grown motherfuckers Moving based on some shit they hear in songs. Nigga, when 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 Meg came out, nigga, Hot Girl Summer was on everybody's timeline. Hot Girl Summer was a million captions on a million Instagram posts. And the funny shit is nigga Meg the Stallion was probably like 20, 22. And this bitch is in their 40s talking about they having a goddamn hot girl summer. Like you literally influenced by a motherfucker that's half your age. That shit is fucking crazy. You know, just like with dudes. Like, nigga, we let these motherfucking rappers tell us to do some of the stupidest shit in the world, my nigga. And y'all niggas know, man, I, I fuck with rappers. I fuck with hip hop. I love hip hop music. But I'm so against letting the motherfucking rapper influence you in any way. Because these niggas is paid to tell you to do the worst shit in the world. They've been selling you bad behavior And horrible spending habits for 30 fucking years. What you say, Link Up Alicia? They do it for money. If you have no other skills to pay the bills, you will do whatever it takes to be successful. Yeah, but it's to our detriment as a fucking society. And that's what the fucking problem is. Like, I understand these motherfuckers got to get their money. But at the same time, us as people, we got to raise our motherfucking kids. You know, like, we got, a, we got a job to do just like they got a job to do. It's their job to sell us bullshit. It's our job to teach our kids not to buy that bullshit. This is why they get poor kids from the hood, easily controlled. Exactly, and like I said, I'm not saying that that ain't the truth, because that's absolutely the truth. You know, the reason a lot of these rappers have fucked up record deals is because it's easy to catch a nigga from the projects and say, I'm gonna give you $50,000 sign this. Because if you from the projects, nigga, $50,000 is literally life changing money. You know, a a million dollars is literally life changing money. So for a million dollars, nigga, you'll probably do anything. You'll probably say anything. Especially because a lot of these young impressionable motherfuckers who become hip hop artists, they don't really know no better. Like all they thinking is they making a song that sound good. So the shit that's coming out their mouth, it's not like in their head. They like I'm I'm fucking up my community with this motherfucking music. In their head, they just like the shit sound good. Motherfuckers buying it. They love to hear me say that shit. So I'ma say that shit. You know, like, a lot of these rappers, they don't even know no better. You know, a lot of these motherfuckers ain't exactly brilliant philosophers. Like, we can't exactly expect for every artist to be as brilliant as Tupac was when he was 22 years old. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers, you know, they kids. You know, think about how impressionable we were at 22 years old. You know, like, I was, I was, I I just got done having this conversation with some of my partners. Matter of fact, King John from FROCast, we was talking about that shit. Like, nigga, it's it's crazy how every level of life that you reach, you realize how ignorant you was five to ten years ago. Like, nigga, when, when you 20, you like, damn, I was a stupid-ass teenager. When you 30, you like, damn, I was so stupid in my 20s. Like, literally, nigga, I'm 40 years old. I be thinking about how fucking little I knew at 30. Like, nigga, I thought that when I, like, 30 was like, nigga, I'm a grown-ass man. I am I'm at the peak of maturity. I'm 30 motherfucking years old. I'm a goddamn genius. I know everything. Nigga, I'm 30 fucking years. Nigga, I was running around. Nigga, I was, like, proud to hit 30. I'm like one of those rare old soul type of niggas that I get happy when I get older. Like, I love to tell niggas I'm 40. Like, I brag about that shit. Like, niggas be trying to, like, lie about their age and pretend they're younger than they are. Nigga, I'm proud of 40. I'm proud of these gray fucking hairs in my beard, my nigga. So when I hit 30, nigga, I'm talking about, nigga, I'm walking around that motherfucker like King Kong, triple O-G-O-G. Nigga, like, I'm 30 years old. Nigga, think about my 30s. Nigga, I feel like I, like, 30 was literally the new 20, my Nigga, like, I feel like I ain't no shit. And it's like, now that I have that realization at 40, I'm approaching life like a student. Like, nigga, at 40, it's probably niggas 50 years old looking at me like I'm a dumbass youngster. Like you don't know shit, nigga. I'm nigga. What was that? I think it was Saturday morning. The nigga was doing a live. Um Me, King, Jern, Big Smash from Bet the House Podcast, and then a dude. Um, I don't know his name, but shout out to him from uh Intellectually Play uh Intellectually Petty Radio, a podcast. And we was arguing about motherfucking music, and this motherfucker said, Nigga, what are you, 20? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm I'm twice that, my nigga. What the, what the fuck? And I didn't take it as an insult, but, like, that's kind of the thing when it comes to us in age and in life. Like, nigga, you, you really be thinking like you old triple OG, like you got shit figured out, and then a motherfucker that's older than you, more wise than you, that's been here longer than you, reminds you that you don't know as much as you thought you did. You know, and that shit kind of stuck with me for a second. Because I'm like, damn, nigga, not that the motherfucker knew me, but at the same time for him to assume that I was practically what I consider to be a motherfucking child is just crazy. You know, that shit is literally like one of those things that like make a motherfucker sit back and really just think about life in general. Like, damn, this nigga thought I was 20, but it's because that nigga older than me. He got a whole lot more gray hair than me. He got a lot more experience. That nigga been on this motherfucking planet longer than me. You know, and that's like another point when it comes to music and the influence of music. We letting motherfucking young people tell us what the fuck is cool in life. We letting young motherfuckers influence how we move in society. Crazy as fuck. These niggas is 22, 19, you know, like these motherfuckers fresh out of high school. A lot of these musicians are very young people, very impressionable people, impressionable people Theirself, We shouldn't be allowing these motherfuckers to have so much influence on our culture. And let me go back to this motherfucking comment. Link up Alicia said, who is worried about society when you're hungry and living in the hood? Exactly. And that's the fucking thing. I can't blame them as people. I blame the industry. You know, I can't be mad at a 22-year-old for doing what a motherfucker tell them to do based on some money that they was giving. I'm not mad at the rappers in general. That's why I never really call them out by name. That's why I never be like, oh, this artist, we got to stop listening to this motherfucker. This motherfucker is hurting society. No, that motherfucker don't know what he doing. You know, it's just like when you look at N.W.A., nigga, when them niggas got signed, they was young dudes. They didn't know the influence that they would have on society as a whole. They was just doing the music that they thought sounded cool at the time. They was just doing something that made money for them at the time. So I can't fault these motherfuckers for the negative impact that I feel like they had. Because I'm sure if they knew what the fuck they was doing, they'd have did something different. They would have framed it a lot different. It came out a lot different. But we can't put that genie back in the bottle. What's going on, Queen? Sheba 152? The change has to be made behind the scenes. Those in power executives are pimping these kids. That's a whole nother conversation, honestly. Like, that's really some shit that us as people, we ain't going to be able to do. Like I said, nigga, the, the, the only thing that we as people could do is change the music that we actually support. Change the music that we actually allow our kids to listen to. Change the music that we listen to. Like, nigga, we gonna have to really start supporting the good shit that we all say we want to hear. Motherfuckers love to say how, all oh, this, this new music ain't got no substance. This new hip-hop is is selling bullshit. This new shit is poison. This new music ain't shit. But we don't go support the shit that we actually fuck with. We don't go find the artist that's actually making music about shit that, that we really can support. Because me personally, as far as active rappers, two rappers who I really fuck with as far as like the younger generation of rappers who rapping actually active putting out music that's relevant to today's time is Mozzie who makes music about shit that I fucking hate. And then Larry June who makes music about shit that I love. I fuck with Mozzie. Mozzie make that gangster shit. Mozzie put a nigga in that mood. But I also fuck with my nigga fucking Larry June, who raps about organic smoothies and investments, buying real estate and shit. I fuck with Larry June, heavy as a motherfucker, because I love what he raps about. This nigga rap about fucking smoothies and exercise and shit. So if y'all motherfuckers ain't up on Larry June, if y'all niggas still listening, y'all niggas go check out Larry June, my nigga. I fuck with what that nigga be talking about. What you say, Link Up Alicia? Many of the people behind the scenes, especially the writers, are old school artists. It's all about the quick buck and a minimum investment. It's about profit. Yeah, and the thing is, it goes beyond the motherfuckers writing the music. It's the motherfuckers that are paying, that's writing the checks. It's the motherfucking labels. It's the labels that's putting these motherfuckers out. It's the labels that's saying, oh no, we don't want that song about such and such. We need a song about clapping ass and and throwing money. We need a song about, you know, shooting these niggas in the street because an artist will literally have an album and bring it to the label and the album will be cool. But they'll be like, man, you need you need some songs about fucking these hoes. We need more songs about gangster shit. We need more songs about shooting motherfuckers. That's what the people want to hear. It's the motherfucking labels a lot of times. You know, the the, the writers and the artists and the producers and all this shit. Nigga, they can only do what these motherfuckers is giving them money to do. And the thing is, a lot of what the fuck happens as far as music, we drive this shit. The market drives the motherfucking industry, dog. Like, we are the ones that's paying for all this shit. So it's not going to be until we stop buying that shit. Because the label gonna say, nigga, sell those niggas the worst shit you can sell them. Hey, Mr. Writer, write a song about throwing money in the strip club. Write a song about, nigga, I got $10 million and I'ma spend it all on jewelry and cars and clothes. And I'ma fuck it off cause I'ma make it again. You know, just like my way Mo was saying, soul, R&B, love music. It's a whole lot of R&B out there. But we mean, you know, like I said earlier, we need more love songs, like songs about love, songs about being in love, songs about showing love, songs about healthy love, songs about being in a motherfucking family, starting a family, actually being in fucking love with somebody. Like, nigga, we got enough cheating songs. We got enough toxic songs. We got enough breakup songs. Like, we really need songs like, you know like actually being in love my nigga you know la 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 i love you like shit like that like shit that actually sound good that we can enjoy you know because there's artists out there that's making love music but motherfuckers gotta find that shit to actually support that shit you know because nigga it's it's a million fucking r&b songs that sound worse than rap songs my nigga It's motherfuckers out there, nigga, making fucking R&B songs that's literally about sucking dick, getting head, eating ass, and all type of shit. And I'm like, my nigga, we got to do better as far as our artists and the market that's supporting these artists. What she say? Kanye said, who runs the industry? It's a way to cause self-destruction to black people, but now their kids are listening to the music too. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we have to get to the point where we're actually supporting that good shit. Like nigga, I'm trying to find the motherfucking artist that I that I fuck with. This dude, I think his name is like Kamal. Like this motherfucker got a cold ass love song. Like, um, I can't fucking think of that shit. I I really I'm freestyling. So it's like hard for me to come up with the shit off the top of the head. But nigga, this motherfucker got a cold ass love song, and it's like a newer song. Like, nigga, I literally go and look. For good love music Like Kendrick Lamar is a good conscious artist J. Cole is a good conscious artist As far as hip hop goes And that's the fucking thing Like we gotta get better at supporting these motherfucking artists That's making the music about shit That we actually fuck with Rodis Tell me featuring Crystal Lejeune That's what I'm saying Nigga Rodis nigga That nigga make conscious music my nigga You know and like that's the fucking thing Like, um, I'm trying to find this motherfucking song, dog. I don't know how to find it. I think I got to go to like my fucking YouTube music profile and like pull this shit up. Cause it's a lot of artists that make good music about good shit that we fuck with, but we have to find that shit. Like we really got to go and search it out and look for that shit, you know, especially as parents. Like, me personally. Like, certain shit that my kids listen to, I really sit there and listen to the music with my kids. The same way my mom did me, my nigga. Like, nigga, let me sit here and listen because you're listening to some crazy bullshit. What's going on (laughs) to the truck cast? What's happening with y'all? Like, nigga, and really analyze the lyrics and explain to me why that's some bullshit. You know, and uh, Moes said I only purchase R&B. And like I said, like, R&B is cool, but again, even in R&B, a lot of the content in the R&B is shit that has to be paid attention to. Because like I said, nigga, I don't really hear a whole lot of good love songs no more. I hear a lot of good breakup songs. I hear a lot of good cheating songs. I hear a whole lot of shit like that, but it's not a lot of songs that I be hearing that be like good ass love songs. Like actual... You know, like, songs about love, my nigga. A lot of that shit be about everything but actual love. Songs about getting cheated on. Songs about getting your motherfucking heart broke. Songs about a nigga himself being a heartbreaking motherfucker. And I'm like, nigga, like, we got to find a a, a happy fucking medium in the music that we listen to, the music that we consume, the the music that fucking influences us as people, dog. What's going on, Uncle P? (laughs) You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, I'm like literally as I'm speaking, I'm looking to find my playlist so I can go to find the songs that I really fuck with. Because, nigga, it's some good ass R&B music out there, but we literally have to find that shit. Like, you really got to go searching for that shit. What do you say? A lot of good side chick songs. Exactly, dog. It's a million good ass songs about side bitches and... You know, all these hoes and fucking and all this type of shit. And I'm like, dude, we we need balance, my nigga. Like nigga, that's that's the only way that motherfuckers is is, is gonna move forward as a society, nigga. It's Kamal. K A M A U U, my nigga. I can't fucking find the song though. But dude is a good ass artist, my nigga. I fuck with that dude. Kamal. K-A-M-A-U-U. That nigga got some good ass music. You know, it's motherfuckers out there. But you literally got to go find it now. It ain't like how it used to be, you know. And this ain't me on my old man shit. Because a lot of the shit that I wish it was like, nigga, I wasn't even born yet, my nigga. Like, nigga, when, when Blue Magic, the Isley Brothers, the Temptations, Stevie Wonder... Marvin Gaye Like nigga I wasn't even born When them motherfuckers was on the radio But in their era Our parents stayed together Marriages lasted When love music was on the radio It was cool to be married It was cool to be in love It was cool to court women It was cool to to buy a woman some flowers It was cool to, to be cordial It was cool to be chivalrous It was songs about chivalry, songs about being a motherfucking gentleman, songs about loving your motherfucking woman. Women had songs about loving a man, being in love with a man. Nowadays, motherfuckers trying to be who's the most toxic R&B singer, who's the most toxic rapper like that shit ass backwards. The truck has. We were just jamming that SWV saying I'm so into you. And that was a side chick song from the 90s. Dog, that's what I'm saying, Queen of Sheba. Unfortunately, the music you're referring to was built before the new generation came about. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of that shit came out before even I was born, and I'm 40 fucking years old. Like, we need to fucking push the shit back toward that. Like, we should be introducing our kids to that type of music. Like literally nigga that shit came out before I was born nigga But my kids listen to Stevie Wonder Nigga my kids listen to motherfucking um, Luther Vandross and shit like that A lot of times against they will motherfucker Cause I'm gonna listen to that shit while they in there Because a lot of that music personally I grew up not liking that shit Nigga when I grew up and my mom would be listening to Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder and The Temptations and, you know, Curtis Mayfield. Nigga, as a little kid, I didn't like the music because I couldn't appreciate it. That shit didn't really hit my ears like it should have because I was still young. Nigga, I was raised on NWA, so growing up, I preferred gangster shit. But it wasn't until I got older when I, you know, grew to appreciate a lot of this good music. But a lot of that is because the influence that I had through my parents listening to that shit, nigga I eventually grew to appreciate it. You know, and I feel like a lot of that is what we as parents should be doing. Like nigga, we should be trying to help our kids and influence their taste into something that is better for them. Like nigga, I can't have my son listening to a lot of this new depressing ass shit. Nigga, I don't even let my son listen to fucking Rod Wave. And- you know, rest in peace to him. but fucking XXX tentasi on. Like them niggas make too much music about depression and shit. Nigga ain't got no motherfucking reason to be depressed, nigga. Your fucking refrigerator fool. You well taken care of, nigga. You you live in a fucking house. You got your own goddamn bedroom. You got all the toys in the world, nigga. You got two parents that love you and do everything they fucking can for you, my nigga. You 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 don't have this reason to be fucking depressed, and if you do we're going to address that shit. But you're not finna be feeling like because this artist made depression sound cool, I want to be depressed like this rapper. Because I feel like a lot of niggas wanted to be a gangster because of a rapper. A lot of motherfuckers want to be like their favorite artist. So even though the artists and them don't have no similar life, they want to live the life based on what the fuck they favorite rapper said. Think about how many motherfuckers we got from the suburbs pretending to be gangsters because they listen to gangster rap all motherfucking day that shit will not happen to my kids what you say fest i met a lot of ladies waiting for the dj to play that keeps sweat hell yeah that's the thing dog like nigga i i I miss that love music like i i miss when music was about shit that nigga i'm i'm finna be up in here i'm gonna rub on some booty nigga this you know i'm finna get me a girlfriend of this shit what you say, squirrel, A nephew. A lot of people don't know that the, uh, the staple song, I'll take you there, is a gospel song. Listen to the lyrics. And that's the fucking thing. Like, back in the day, it was cool to have uplifting music on the radio. Like, that's the shit that motherfuckers was listening. Nigga, you was partying to some uplifting music, my nigga. We don't have a lot of that shit no more. What she say, I guess because my dad was a singer. And I listened to him He was explaining to me What he was saying I guess that's why the music of the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s Made me happy And that's the that's the fucking thing Like Me and my dad was getting into an argument About lyrics Because my dad was talking about how they always Coded the lyrics Back in the 60s and 70s So they'll be talking about some sexy shit They'll be talking about some, some Savage ass shit but they would say it in such an eloquent way that you'd be singing along to it and you wouldn't even know that you was, you know, singing a whole song about some bullshit. Like, nigga, I remember the song Easy Like Sunday Morning. I was in the song, I was in the car with my kid's mom and we was listening to Easy Like Sunday Morning and she's sitting here singing along, like, yeah, I'm Easy Like Sunday Morning. I'm like, you know, this is a fucking breakup song, right? Like, do you realize that? She's like, no. So I listen to the lyrics of this motherfucker. This is a breakup song. Yes, it sounds eloquent. It's nice. But nigga, you, what you finna dump me, motherfucker? You know, like that was a thing. Back in those days, it was just so much cooler to, to make your shit sound real sexy and smooth. You know, nowadays, I was getting some head. Like, nigga, it's, you just gonna say I'm getting my dick up? Like, I hear shit like that in R&B songs. I hear shit in rap songs. Like, they don't have no type of... You know they they don't put no coolth on that shit, nigga. They just come out and say it. And like I said, nigga, a lot of that shit is it's 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 enjoyable, it's entertaining. But we gotta stop allowing that shit to negative negatively influence us. We have to do a better job of actually supporting that shit that's better than that because it's out there, it exists. You know, there's a lot of good R and B out there to listen to. But nowadays, you actually got to go find that shit, you know, because it's easy for us to say, man, I'm just going to listen to my oldies because personally, that's what I do. Nigga, I listen to oldies way more than the average motherfucker. Like if you go through my motherfucking like playlist, you know, when motherfuckers are like, look through the the, the music that I was listening to. Like if, if, if I went through all the shit that like all the songs I had downloaded on my shit, 99 percent oldies, my nigga. Of course, I listen to the gangster shit, but, nigga, I I prefer oldies over all that shit, nigga. I listen to way more Marvin Gaye than anything, nigga. I listen to way more Rick James than anything. What do you say, Fez? I'm trying to think. Is there any songs made today for young people to make romantic love to? Hell, yeah. Masego. That nigga Masego got some good shit. You know, um, that nigga Kamau got some good shit. It's a dude named Sebastian Michael. He got some good shit. It's a motherfucker named Division. D-V-S-N who got some good shit. Sir got some good shit. Like like I said, it's a lot of good-ass R&B out there right now. But it just ain't on the forefront like it used to be back in the day. Like it used to be a lot of shit back in the day that you ain't have to look for the temptations. They was just there. You didn't have to look for Michael Jackson. You ain't have to look for Prince. You didn't have to search for that shit. Nigga, that shit was just right there. Nigga, just ready for you to fucking listen to. Now you got to go search for some good ass R&B, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Just when it comes to music, like we have to do a better job at that. Because it's easy to say that the shit don't exist. It's easy to say, oh, it ain't no more good rappers. Yes, it is. But we got to go look for them motherfuckers. That is a lot of what the problem is. Instead of us going and finding these good artists and supporting that shit, we just say the motherfucker don't exist. We just going to stick to the 90s. We just going to stick to the 80s. We're going to stick to the 70s and the 60s. Instead of actually going and finding that good shit that's out right now. Like literally me, nigga, that's a lot of what I do when I got my downtime. When I'm listening to music, I go on YouTube or Spotify and I'll find that one good artist And I would go find all the artists That are related to them So I could find that good shit Nigga I listen to Larry June 200 times And then that shit will suggest these Similar rappers to Larry June So nigga that's how I find like Currency and niggas like that Through listening to motherfucking Larry June You know Jay Worthy And you know G Perico And certain motherfuckers like that Like you could find the good shit You just literally have to search for that shit That's the fucking problem like that's what a lot of us have to do as music listeners find that good shit and share that good shit just like how somebody shares some good shit with us. You know a lot of the reason that we have the music taste that we have is because our parents introduced us to a lot of shit. You know because a lot of motherfuckers gonna tell you about the oldies that they was raised on. Yeah your parents introduced you to some good shit. That's what we as parents have to do with our kids. Have our kids sitting up listening to some good shit. Because like I said, nigga, a whole lot of what my son listen to, nigga, my son's favorite rappers is Nipsey and e Forty, Nigga, my son listen to Nipsey and e Forty more than anything. So even when he's listening to his little new young nigga shit, when he with me, nigga, we listening to Nip and Fody. Like we're listening to music about shit that I feel is better for his development. Like I get it nigga As a young motherfucker You wanna listen to the shit That's made in your day You wanna listen to the shit That's popular in your day Just like how I did You know my parents Was listening to oldies My mom Big on soul music You know my mom Was listening to Tina Marie um, Stephanie Mills um, Anita Baker um, You know just a lot of shit like that My dad My dad was listening to the funk My dad was listening to Parliament, Funkadelic, Rick James, Prince. You know, like, a lot of shit like that. Confunction, Heatwave. So that's the shit that I was raised on, my nigga. Like, my mom listened to the soul, my dad listened to the funk. So a lot of that is what my music taste was because that was the influences that I heard growing up. And, of course, me personally, I was listening to hip-hop because that was my fucking generation. So that's what I feel like we should be doing as parents, nigga, us as the first influences that are in our kids life. Like we have to be the first influencers because, of course, social media has the influencers that are influencing motherfuckers through social media. We got to be the first motherfuckers that are influencers to our goddamn kids. And what you say, Fess, I only hear unknown artists like at Jazz Fest by living in Louisiana. You know that's the fucking thing though Like the internet Is a good thing When you use it the right way You know nigga When, when you use the internet For what it was created for Which is finding information And sharing information The internet could be a beautiful thing But a lot of motherfuckers let You know social media fuck their head up A lot of motherfuckers You know like I was just talking to DLP P About this shit earlier dawg like, nigga, anything that you use the right way could be a good tool. But if you let it fuck you up, it'll be bullshit. Just like social media. Like, nigga, I use social media to market this podcast and stay in touch with friends and people who I fuck with to have intelligent debates and good conversations. That's what I use social media for. Nigga, I don't post selfies. Nigga, I'm not on this motherfucker to be dating no bitches and no shit like that. I'm literally on this motherfucker... Just to chop it up with motherfuckers uh, Promote my show And have some fun Nigga when my motherfucking hands ain't busy my nigga, I don't let this shit Fuck my head up Like I don't compare myself to niggas on social media Because I know everybody on this motherfucker lying That's what it is with music Nigga I, I enjoy music I love that shit You know I listen to music that uplifts my mood I listen to music that makes me feel good Like it trips me out that when people be sad, they listen to sad music. Nigga, when I'm sad, I listen to fucking Happy Feelings by fucking Frankie Beverly and Mays. When I'm sad, nigga, I listen to fucking Angel by um, Anita Baker, my nigga. Like, when I'm sad, I listen to, to happy music to make me feel better, my nigga. Like, I listen to fucking By Your Side by Confunction and shit. You know, like, that's, that's what I use music for. Like, I don't use anything... To make me feel worse And that's what it is when it comes to my motherfucking kids Like nigga I try to introduce them to good uplifting music Cause it could be some bullshit What you say heaven's world when I'm sad I listen to Sugar Free (laughs) Shout out to motherfucking Sugar Free Like I said nigga that's my favorite rapper My nigga Sugar Free always gonna put me in a good mood You know when it come to women though A lot of women I don't like to introduce certain women to Sugar Free Cause they hear that shit different Like us we listen to it as entertainment but a lot of motherfuckers, they listen to that shit like, you know, they listen to the words and they don't like that shit. Nigga, they feel like, oh, he's, he's talking down on women, man. That nigga talking about hoes. He ain't talking about women. What you say, Queen of Sheba, IG, TikTok, Twitter. Most people use them as dating sites. And our youth want to be like their favorite influencers. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, you can't allow social media to put you into a fucking depression because it will. You shouldn't be sitting here listening, you know, watching social media and looking at that shit as like something for you to be comparing yourself to everybody, too, because it's going to fuck your mental health up. nigga. social media, I feel like is the number one enemy of the mental health of society in the United States. My nigga social media is a fucking cancer to motherfuckers mental health because they allow it to be. Nigga, the only way social media could fuck your head is a up uh, fuck your head up is if you allow it to. And what you say, Heaven's World, he said, if she got two phones, she either a hoe or a brain surgeon. Exactly. Like I said, nigga, to me, I listen to Sugar Free for entertainment. That shit is funny as a motherfucker, cause he be saying some real shit. But like I said, nigga, he's not for the faint of heart. What he said, we gotta get our money white bullshitting. Exactly. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when you listen to music, you got to listen to it for entertainment. Anything that you consuming, you have to consume that shit for what it was created for. You can't allow social media to break your motherfucking spirit because you comparing yourself to motherfuckers. That's lying. Nigga, you playing, you, you competing against motherfuckers that's cheating. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that we sit here, watch on social media like, damn, how these women do all... This traveling and they don't got no job Cause they getting shitted on They prostitutes Are you comparing yourself to a prostitute You clocking in every motherfucking day She sucking dick and getting pissed on Do you want to live that life You know something that I've talked about on my show My nigga Something that I've been saying since I was a fucking teenager I never envy the life of another person I never say I want to be another person I never say I want the status or the position of another person because I don't know how many dicks they had to suck to get there. And I'ma drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. If you like to support me financially, cash at me at Uncle Dolomite or buy some merchandise. Too much game podcast dot store, Too much game dot store. Um, support the motherfucking team. Townhouse Media Patreon.com, slash Townhouse Media. Town e House Media. Support the other Townhouse Media podcast. Sports for You podcast. Sports number four letter U. Live on Tuesdays and Fridays, six thirty p.m. Pacific time on YouTube. Uh, also support the other townhouse media Podcast so I got behind me on the TV ill will and mark the no rules podcast no rules spelt with a Z um they live on Thursday evening 6 30 p.m Had to sneeze right there but um you know follow me on social media instagram and twitter at uncle dolomite um at too much game podcast on instagram at too much game pod on Twitter uh go to the motherfucking youtube page like comment and subscribe youtube.com slash too much game podcast and uh i think that's it i ain't here to help you get bitches i'm here to help you get better too much game